Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. night. It is time for Lowell's. Ryan and I have far less on Lowell's than I am. Your mic every time, the first 10 seconds cuts out. I don't so, get it. It only, I, I guess it sometimes happens on ship chasing, but literally never happens on my show with Spags. Uh, I guess we'll never know. Is I, that, I, do, do you simulcast with that one too? Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. I don't know. There's, uh, you know, I think you just have to. Thank you, CMV. Sounds like shit as always. <laughs> <laughs> it's, uh, it's a little special, uh, you know, treat, Easter egg for the super fans that get here early. You know, all the Johnny come latelys, they just get our crystal clear audio. Um, Brian. Talking about some of the stuff that we were gonna, you know, maybe do on the show tonight. Uh, when Lowell's VIP package to be added to the DK Crown store? Um, should, yeah. What What would be in the uh, Lowell's VIP package? Naked yoga watching session with Brian. <laughs> Barehanded fishing session with me. <laughs> uh, free what, set what, of fishing gloves. <laughs> I mean, so. Have have you legitimately looked into or like calculated, you know, what what's going on with this new DK reward system? Is it advantageous for high volume players like you? What's the deal? I can't imagine it is. No, I I haven't looked into it. Yeah, it, it, I I guess it just gives you more crowns. Right. Right. Yeah. I'm assuming the cash was probably better. Right. But and I guess is the idea with this that they're just giving you way more options as far as what you can spend them on because they now have this whole they clearly have some kind of provider store that they're partnered with to do this. It's like a airline catalog or something. I I literally have thought about this for like five seconds. I just assumed they were trying to save money. Yeah, but you you hoard your crowns, don't you? I I guess hoard is probably not the right word. I just don't use them. When was the last time you spent your crowns? Uh, I, I really don't. Eventually, they get they it like adds up, and then they email me and say, "Do you want cash for these crowns?" Okay, it, and it the cash will just be the exact same value as if you were to use them for. I don't know. <laughs> I don't even do the math. I'm like, that sounds about right. All right, I'll take it. <laughs> so what? Why are they so willing? Why do they want to buy you out of? Or this? actually, the last time they gave me sports book tickets. 
Okay. But it wasn't as great as I thought because it was a lot of money. It was like 12 grand or I don't even know if I'm supposed to be talking about this, but whatever. 12 grand or 14 grand or something. And I'm like, yeah, all right, I'll take it in the sports book. You know, why not? And then I go in, it's like five, it's like, like whatever, four $2,500 tickets and, and, you know, two or three thousand dollar tickets. Like, well, now I got to make freaking $2,500 bets every time. I thought I'd just have money to spend that I could just spend over a year or something. You know what I mean? Right. That's or 13 they, in one pop or a hundred a time or whatever. They Vegas Daved you. One Bitcoin, you can only buy one Bitcoin <laughs> at a time. You could only make one $5,000 bet at a time. Right, right, right. Yep. Um, yeah, the thing, because you go to the store here, uh, the new DraftKings, they call it the DraftKings Dynasty, the Dynasty store. And like the first few options, you're like, all right, you know, we got to watch a pool table. But then you start going through here and you're like, wow, I can just do all of my home shopping in the draft. And I mean, they literally, I mean, th- their inventory has to rival Amazon on here. I mean, like, can I get my like paper towels from the DraftKings store now? I mean, huh. I just bought a dishwasher. See if they have a dishwasher in there. You bought a dishwasher? Yeah. Congrats, dude. Thank you. I want this for, to the, for the cabin? Dishwasher two words or one? Okay, we definitely have dishwashers. Look right. at this. Do you know I which bought, brand? Yeah, I bought the Jet Air something, something, something. Okay, Jet Air. We see we got Frigidaire, we got GE Stainless, we got Bosch, we got Samsung. Um, Are you starting to regret, uh, if you don't mind sharing, how much did you pay for your dishwasher? Uh, 1100 1100 now it was on sale okay do you have like let's say how many crowns do you have in your DraftKings account right now 4.2 million (laughs) (laughs) so you do you kind of regret not using crowns to buy a dishwasher now now that you know no why not because i bet a bunch of these you won't even get what do you mean because everything's on back order. The supply lines are all fucked up. I went to Home Depot. They didn't have one uh, dishwasher they could get to me. Everything was ETA, manufacturer ETA. So then I went to another place, and they had like three different things in. Oh, so you were more you were talking more about dishwashers in general or back order, not the the Dynasty store. Well, I bet a lot of this stuff is if they have all this thing. I mean, um, so you're saying that the new recently launched Dynasty store is having supply chain issues? Well, where do you think they get it, Peter? Do you think DraftKings think Jason holds Robbins, all this stuff at the Jason Boston Robbins office? has these in his basement. He's <laughs> an inventory of the entire Dynasty store. <laughs> <laughs> Man, they're really trying to save money, huh? <laughs> They're really revamping the VIP program. Like, okay, we'll get rid of the dollars. We'll keep all the inventory at Robin's house. Oh, Brian. Uh, No no fish gloves. That's why they got to add the little VIP package. They do have plenty of fishing wire, though. Lots of baby toys. I mean, what an incredible way. How How many people do you think have spent their crowns on this store so far a lot 
Yeah. Maybe I'll do all my Christmas shopping on here. Do you think I can get all of my loved ones something nice for around 92,000 crowns? I guess by the time Christmas rolls around, I would hope that I've maybe doubled this. Yeah, looks like you can get something. I think we could do something. Just make here. sure that they have it. What's that Mars fish care? What's that? What is that? This is... I'm an, uh, I'm an expert uh, angler, so I should know. Stress coat fish and water conditioner. It replaces the natural slime coating on the skin of pond fish when it's been damaged by handling because DFS players put on these gritty gloves and manhandle the fish. No. Yeah. It protects the fish's <laughs> skin. Everyone knows that. Hmm. Yeah, I guess I would have to. I need to. We need to do some math and figure out. You know, what's what's the market rate for this? Is there actually a markup in here to use crowns relative to the buy-in? You know, if I were to just go enter the spy for free with my crowns or whatever. Well, that's. But, uh, I'm, sure, I'm assuming that's what most people spend it on. Is they just buy tickets? Yeah. But some people, some people, maybe. Maybe you go, this is how you finally, you go to your significant other and be like, honey, I put you through a lot. I know I've never been at dinner with you and the children because <laughs> NBA lock is happening. I want you to go in here with my 4.2 million crowns and buy yourself <laughs> a, an air fryer. <laughs> buy yourself something nice. <laughs> oh my goodness. That, uh, those prices don't look that bad to me. I know. Cause I was, Yeah. I mean, let's let's just see. Let's do a little bit of math yeah, here. Yeah, check one of them that with well, like a popular brand that we would recognize. I don't know. Yeah, let's do. I mean, let's go to something. I've never heard of Bella, but that doesn't mean much because I don't know shit. But all right, I'm gonna do this Bella Pro Series six quart analog air fryer. Yeah. And I am seeing, okay, this is running uh, on Amazon. I see this exact same one for $80. Okay. for And how many crowns is it? Uh, 50000 Really? Okay, that's not that great then. So you got about 160 bucks burning a hole in your pocket there? I guess so. And how, many, how much do you have burning a hole in your pocket? I don't know. What, what what is about four million? Let's see what's the coolest thing I can get. Yeah, let's see. I mean, they have like a go kart in here. I saw a cool go kart today, actually. Really? Yeah, like a double. I mean, two two seater with uh, roll bars and stuff. Let's see here. Toys and games. Do we not have an automotive section? Oh, there we go. Automotive. Oh, okay. Um, there you go. But is this going to be just accessories or can we actually, that's, that's my worry here. Is uh, going to be, yeah. Oh, Brian, a, a gas trailer, Lakeshore electric portable fuel trailer. Click on that. What, what does that do? Uh, I assume what I could use is a boat lift. A boat lift. Okay, yeah, let's, let's see if it's got a boat lift. See here, not looking promising. Mm. My dad wants a kayak. He does. Yeah. All right, kayak, six hundred and seventy thousand crowns. It sounds like a ripoff. I don't know. Yeah, let's do another price check. Let's do another price check on one of these. <laughs> this, 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 I'm gonna just copy and paste this. You think you can arb the DK store? Yeah. <laughs> 
make a living off of it. All right. This 380X Explorer. They want me to choose my package. Okay. This thing is running the fall sale price. We can get this bad boy for 900 bucks. 900. Okay. So I have then how much do I have then? So I have like five, five, six grand or something, I guess. Not that much. Now there are few packages here. There's the deluxe packet. Let's, let's make it a clean thousand. Let's say it's worth a thousand. So each, if that's the case, I mean, each crown is worth what? That's pretty bad. How much is it? Uh, am I doing the math right there? Hang on. They better not ban me for this. This heresy. It's not. It's not. I think it's each crown's worth fifteen cents if I did my math correct. That um, that doesn't sound too bad. A dollar, of course, would be fucking awesome. No, I can't. Fifteen cents sounds too high. Too high. Yeah, because I have four point something million. Wouldn't that be a ton of money? I probably did my math wrong. It's probably less than that. It's probably Jeez. one point. It's probably one point four cents. Times divided by uh, whatever. <laughs> you know what they should do? Convert crowns to ETH. Now, now that now you're talking. And so you get you get ETH as your reward, and you could spend it in their stupid store. You could spend it on the marketplace. Yeah, that makes more sense. This this looks right. This it looks it, right. it rivals a Shiba coin. <laughs> this, see, this is the thing too. I mean, all all jokes aside, I mean, have have you been following what's been going on with the ENS government governance token? I someone someone uh, just told me about it. He he said I should get one. Well, I mean, you can get one. You can get a ENS name now, but you won't get airdrop the token that already happened yeah the name yeah Yeah. but i'm just thinking like i mean what if what if your crowns were you know part of a DraftKings governance token and you got to vote on stuff as uh oh that would be cool and then all of a sudden it would have true utility you could have a marketplace for them you as a whale would amass more governance tokens which would give you more vote and more say on certain roadmap decisions decentralized DraftKings, brian yep yeah to some extent and then <laughs> and then they could do like late swap do you want it or not and just have the, the people vote with their i that i'm sure some businesses are going to start getting into this for sure like yeah try to add val more value yeah i mean but that would switching it to eth or whatever i mean doing it on it i guess even on their own chain they're big enough just well, to do just like flow, you know, or whatever, just yeah. do their own thing and then have the marketplace run on it. The crown, everything runs on it. You could buy in contests with it. And then, and then just, you know, if you don't, if you want to convert it to Bitcoin, then just go put it in your private wallet. And I'm sure change. that there with the, with their DraftKings marketplace, which I believe runs on Polygon. I, I, I assume they already have a lot of like the interface okay. set up to like, get to that point fairly quickly does it run on it or did they just agree to it and they haven't done it yet uh I'm, i mean i just mean their their current drops that they're doing right now yeah Are they're polygon. on polygon yeah oh okay 
Um, well, over there, there you go. Then do do was it Matic? What's the uh... Davis Matic? M A T I C the yeah, name yeah, yeah. of the coin. Yeah, yeah. The coin. Does he even own any Matic coin? He's he should for the brand. Yeah, he should just for the brand. Yeah. Dave, I found out today that Davis dumped all of his ENS tokens. He said great. half. I saw that. No, he. Oh. So it was on Twitter. He said half, and then apparently between when he said that and when we did the swolecast, he dumped the rest. How much money did he make? Did oh, he... good chunk. Um, yeah, I think he had probably like two, depending on where he sold it at. I I would guess he made well over an Ethereum on it, just like a free mm-hmm. a free airdrop, which is pretty insane that. You know, depending on how long you had it registered for, when you registered for them, how many you had. I mean, people were were basically being gifted anywhere from you know one ETH to four to five ETH in value. And I mean, it, it's the the price is absurd on it. It's at like eighty dollars a token right now for a free airdrop. Hmm. So, and do you get to keep that the ETH name? Yeah. Yep. So he gets to keep his manic that ETH or whatever he decided. Yeah. Yeah, you, you sold the it, token. Right. So he just sold the token. So the tokens just means now you don't have the governance rights over the thing, but you own that domain name for however long of a period that you agreed to. So you oh, some people could buy it for like a year or three. It's it's very similar to buying a, a DNA. GoDaddy. Yeah. So you could buy that and then just immediately sell the token and then have your name for a year. Yeah. Yeah, and the thing is, is like I had bought mine back in I think March, in, in April, and I had no idea that there was a token coming. Um, I think that that popped up relatively recently that they kind of got that uh, that pulled together. But Don't everyone, you... what's that? No, I was just gonna say it. It's just an interesting because there's so around both OpenSea and also Top Shot. There's all this kind of talk about when's when's OpenSea gonna do a token kind of like this combination like rake back type you know token thing where i feel like now we've entered into the era where crypto people almost feel entitled to to getting these you know airdrops for being power users or early adopters of these of these products it would be cool getting like gas fees back like yeah. a portion of them or something as if you start like open an open sea competitor, that could yeah. be something that would be pretty cool. Yeah. So yeah, it's uh and I, I know this is definitely not this is the first one that I've received that's been of anything of value, but I know a lot of the people there was the Uniswap one, there's been a few of these other DeFi protocols and stuff that have done pretty substantial, you know, free airdrops where people have, you know, basically you- yeah. Don't you think I'm 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 uh, even more bullish on crypto lately? But don't you think um, that kind of like the shitcoin? Uh, I don't know. Meme is obviously there are a bunch of shitcoins. You know, everyone knows pretty much which ones they are. They're pump and dump ones and stuff. Yeah. But isn't it kind of hard to say like shitcoin for a lot of these things? You know what I mean? Like like Sol and. Um, I don't know. There's there's a few other ones, but the, like those ETH tokens, like they ha- like they're starting to have like a lot of utility. Or like Flow is basically like a bit like a business's chain, like we were talking about before. Yeah. You know, with, with it's not all 
and then like like uh, Binance coin and like the the exchanges yeah. coins and Crow and shit like that. Like a lot of them have utility now. Like it's tough, and just generally speaking, too. Like with all the interest that that you can get now, like just either staking or holding, depending on what route you're going or farming or whatever. Um, it's hard for the value to really plummet. You know what I mean? Like to, uh, yeah, well, to whatever, I, nothing or something like that. Like I, that, that fear is kind of going away for me. No, I, I agree. And I think it's also a good reminder of, you know, we had that, the ICO, you know, boom that came out of that first, you know, big Bitcoin Ethereum bull run back in what was it, 2017? There was all the shitty ICO vaporware projects that had no utility whatsoever. People were just forking code, slapping it on a website with a little bit of marketing and a bullshit white paper, and people were speculating on it. Yeah. And then it seems like a lot of, you know, they always talk about these developers and, and stuff go to work during winter. And like they now we, we're seeing kind of the fruits of some of these coins and protocols and stuff that have actual utility. And I think right. we're seeing now a similar thing with now you see so many shitty NFT projects come out and all of this stuff. And it's like probably in two years, we're going to see some pretty revolutionary projects that like figure out how to continually give value back to their holders and stuff like that. I think the once the ideas get out there, people copy it in a really poor you know, short-sighted way, but a lot of people are going to use that to actually build interesting stuff. I, I also like the idea of competitors now more so where that was more of a maxi, maybe, you know, five years ago or six, seven years ago, where um, if some governments try to crack down, like we have ETH, you know, it's so like, let's say they try to crack down on Bitcoin or something. It's like, well, we'll just go to ETH. Who cares? Fuck you. You know what yeah. I mean? Like, like obviously they could just do all crypto, but that's getting increasingly hard. You know what I mean? So yeah. I just like that there's alternatives just in case. I'll you know I still love Bitcoin, obviously, but so yeah, I'm 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 uh even though we've we've had a little crash here, you know what are you gonna? I mean that shit have, happens all fucking time. Yeah, I so think what, yeah, I think the ecosystem's pretty good right now. Well, and so. I know when we I don't know maybe it's I can't keep track of time, but I know you were you're still or at last we talked about your kind of general midterm crypto outlook. It was you know being a little worried about regulation right. stuff. Are you, is that still on your radar or less so, so now? I, th I think that's still inevitable. I think DeFi is probably next and that'll suck. And any regulation I think hurts. I, I, I do not like this like establishments, you know, CNBC of like, no good. Some regulation will be good. It's like, yeah, yeah. maybe, maybe right away something could like, be beneficial but in the long run it'll get taken over by special interest groups as every single regulation does and uh, it'll hurt us but like as far as them coming at us hard i i'm definitely like a little bit less and less worried about that every every few months um but like the government's slow to react to stuff very slow to react to stuff these guys don't know what the fuck's going on and if the if the establishment the, like the, the corporate media decides to come after us, uh, come after crypto or crypto bros or whatever, yeah. there could still be some problems ahead. Yeah, and I I do. It is interesting with you know, 
back in 2017, like we were literally at Thanksgiving dinners and our random uncles were talking about Bitcoin because they heard about it on the news. It was like every hour on the hour, people were talking about it. I feel like the NFT hype cycle that we had a few months ago didn't quite reach there. Like, yeah, CNN did a piece about Beeple, but like my uncle wasn't you know, asking me about NFTs. Mm -hmm. I wonder that how that works too with, you mentioned the DeFi stuff, because I do think that is ripe for regulation, but will, what will it take to, you know, launch that into the mainstream consciousness? I don't know, but that's like two, two things you kind of said there. What will take to, to go mainstream and will the government care? Cause like the NFTs, definitely there is some rug pulls go, right? Like oh, there is, sure. And, and listen, I say it's the Wild West. Let's play ball. I've had the rug pulled on me and fucking 20 years ago. Poker, sites going under, blah, blah, blah. That's just the way it is. You make more money that way anyways. But, yeah, if you if, if the wrong people get burned, right? maybe NFTs go on the radar. But, I mean, like, it's just art or collectibles or whatever, you know? So, like, I don't know why they would get involved. But Well, I actually – well, that's a good point because – the, there was the meta here for a while with the NFT projects where all of them were doing the staking with your NFTs, which then actually gets you into the, the murky like DeFi territory. Are these things, you know, securities and, you know, all, all of this stuff. And I do think that's the thing that would get them. And there was even rumors that are these projects going to get delisted from OpenSea because of the, the staking that they were doing with them where you're actually – it's leaving your uh, your OpenSea account. Like you are giving the NFT back to the, the protocol, hosting it to stake it there and then earning tokens in exchange for that staking. And I think that gets into actual kind of legal gray area for, for if that's that's allowed or if OpenSea wants to be party to that. Yep. Yeah. I, that, there's definitely that type of stuff that can go. I'm like, I kind of think of it, that's an interesting one. I was kind of thinking of it more of a two ways. Like the, the initial one, especially all the original crypto bros, like who want, hated the Fed and all that stuff, is like the banks will come after us. They're after crypto or um, the Fed bank, you know, just like they'll convince the government like this is going to hurt our money printing, you know, program. We got to stop it. Yeah. And like that stuff is starting to waver. And like, so I would say like the most likely path for regulation is kind of like how every industry happens, just like DFS or, or, or even crypto is like, they get, they get in, they're a motivated company. They do well, right. Then eventually they make a ton of money and then they just start wanting to shoot rockets into space or go fucking do something else. And they don't care about it as much. And it starts to decline. And instead of, um, you know, coming back and trying to be the best company in that sector you can, you use the state to mow off your competition and like, and like, um, you know, advocate for regulations and shit like that. You see this with Facebook, right? And like people, I don't know if you saw like that Facebook whistleblower, like a lot of people could, like people are saying like, like this is public knowledge. Like this is clearly just like a play to get regulated so you can mow off your, your sector. Um, social media sector so like i could see that happening so yeah. like you know these small companies eventually they'll get bigger they'll get in there a bunch of people are going to get rich the exchanges coinbase what's the other one ftx or whatever yeah. that guy's like 26 year old you know 
he's got like billions of dollars. He's 20. Eventually, he's going to want to go do charity or something. I think he's into that right now anyways. The company's going to do worse. And it's the best way and you know, to, to hold on to your power is to use the state. And so like that, like we'll still have it. And it'll still be it'll still be good, but instead of getting you know six to twelve percent interest rates, you'll be down to one to three or something. Yeah. Um, Iceman, Ice, a question like this it reminding me of our our early Lulz days. <laughs> 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 we'd be talking about random shit. So it'd be like, uh, how much Victor Hovland should I have tomorrow? Yeah, especially on some of them were way like not nothing to do with uh. So we do have another actual uh, business item uh, for the show today. And uh, DraftKings has been putting out uh, more of these uh, championship series videos. So I thought we should uh, maybe take a look at some of these here. Oh, yeah. I actually haven't seen the most recent one. I was saving it to watch on the show. I did. I wish I could have saved it. I, <laughs> I was too interested. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, he's got a super laid-back attitude. He loves to have fun. He's got a real distinct laugh. Who is that? Who's that other guy in the video? That I don't know. That's what I was going to ask you. Okay. I, yeah, I didn't know. Who, I was like, is that another DraftKings player? Or is that a DraftKings employee? I wasn't yeah. sure about that. I don't know. Anyone? If anyone was, can help, I was thinking DraftKings employee, like the guy who's doing the whole the whole show, whatever this show is going to be. Yeah. Um. Let's see here, and I don't. Maybe not all of these have have gotten tapped. Okay, here's our big T one. We also need to see the one from the 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 group one from Miami or wherever they were. Hey, what's up? <laughs> what? what? That's, that's all there is to the video? <laughs> Can we get a little bit more of a tease here? By the way, the acting by Big T. <laughs> Hang on. Let's watch how long Big T lets this phone ring before paying attention. This is how locked in he is. You can see that smile, too. He's just trying not to laugh. What's up? <laughs> and the thing is, is as a hook, like we need something of intrigue here, right? He like you need something of like, you're kidding me, right? <laughs> like we need we need something. Just hey, what's up? Yeah, I'll bring home the pizza for dinner. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, these are the short ones. There, uh, yeah, Jake, we're gonna watch the. Uh, oh, where did it go? Did I lose it? Um. Let me go back to uh, the DraftKings. <sighs> Brian, are you, do you feel jealous that you're not? Our bodies come in different shapes and sizes. So doesn't it make sense that our weight loss plans should too? That's the beauty of Noom. They build a personal plan that factors in dietary restrictions, medical issues, and other personal needs so your plan works for you. 
Noom doesn't restrict or shame when you want to treat yourself. Their flexible program focuses on progress instead of perfection. You don't have to give up carbs or anything. And with their daily lessons, you can learn something new about your food choices every day. After just a few days of using the app, I learned how to recognize cues for overeating and how to choose the right foods to feel full. Stay focused on what's important to you with Noom's psychology and biology-based approach. Sign up for your trial today at Noom.com. That's N-O-O-M dot com. And check out Noom's first ever cookbook, The Noom Kitchen, for a hundred healthy and delicious recipes to promote better living. Available to buy now wherever books are sold. You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, activities, excursions, and more in one place to make your trip truly unforgettable. Viator has over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from. Everything from simple tours to extreme adventures and all the niche, interesting stuff in between. So you can plan something that everyone you're traveling with will enjoy. Real traveler reviews give the inside scoop from people who've already been on the experiences you're considering. So you can plan with confidence. Free cancellation helps you plan for the unexpected. And 24-7 customer support means you can travel worry-free. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. Uh, in the no, Chase and the Go not. series. No. All right, here we go. Here's the whistles. Go- goats. You guys know what sound? I don't know what sound a goat makes. <laughs> 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 So David, you sound is uh, and my my sound the, the, the new sound should be nah. <laughs> Brian, who are these guys? I have no no idea. I mean, this is wild. And, and I assume that was shot in Miami. I mean, are the or are these his friends or these fellow adjunct professors? <laughs> they might be. Where I, I thought at first initially I thought it was his family. I need to find the first one. Where's the Where's the long one when they were in Miami? Uh, it's on Big T's. Didn't I... someone send me the link if you have it? It's on Big T's for sure. Did I? You know what? I go to mine because I retweeted it. Okay. It was. Uh... Yeah, it's it's not that far down on mine. Why did CSU deleted the tweet you quote retweeted? I know he did. Why? Was I? It didn't seem like it was a like seemed pretty harmless. I don't know. Oh, also we we do have to talk. Okay, we'll show your Photoshop. We'll show we'll show your Photoshop after. All right, that's not. I mean, it's my idea, but I didn't. I didn't no, I know. <laughs> I Brian, trust me. I know that you didn't. <laughs> I'm an MS Paint guy, you know. Yeah okay here we go so this was this is like the full trailer for it here let's go back <laughs> some people might call me the michael jordan of fantasy and i'm not gonna argue with that. when all is said and done the whistles go 
Awesome. You've been number one for multiple years now, but I'm coming for you, buddy. I am like a little worried about the full length, just, you know, based on the amount we're getting in the teasers. I'm just wondering how much footage we have. This is, these are the best bits. Well, that's it. You know, a lot of times you see the best funniest stuff in a movie yeah. trailer, right? And then you go see the movie and you're like, oh yeah, I already saw the best. And I'm like, so if this is, if this is the best, we might be in trouble. <laughs> what, what, what is the premise? I, so my guess is the premise, and maybe we should be fair. We talk about on this show, uh, we they need to do a better job turning these guys into characters. But I feel like we we need more character building with these. You know, I, I feel like I we know we know these guys because we've talked to them all on the show and we're friends with them. But the average person DFS player that doesn't know these guys, I don't know if they know much more after watching that clip. Yeah. No, you're right. We we do uh, we we can't say do more stuff and then they do stuff. And we, but it is uh, it's tough to tell exactly what's going on here. It is. I mean, I do like the concept. I and there was I saw a clip where they were racing each other on the beach. So maybe that'll make the uh, the full length. But I'm also just confused. Like, what is this a is this a series that's coming out? Like, I guess we could just message our friends and ask them but i'm just now realizing i don't know what this is leading up to no you can't it's like reading to the end of the book we gotta wait we gotta wait yeah they do have us intrigued though oh yeah yeah they have like 10 dudes and in, intrigued the one thing i will say i didn't like is i don't like let's go being turned into let's goat Ooh. i think i'm out on that yeah a lot of this stuff angers me. <laughs> <laughs> I did. So I was mainly watching the video, but when Whistles did his woo, I had to look over and see your facial reaction, and you were still just as pissed off as I thought you'd be. <laughs> <laughs> that 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 one that one yeah. The emotions I felt from that one were, were anger, frustration. It, so what would it what would it take for you? Because you you clearly could be involved. And stuff like this if you wanted to. Uh, no, they'd have to invite me. I know, but I'm saying even if they invited you, I'm guessing you would say no. Mm, probably. I don't know. <laughs> it, I mean, that would be great. You you should you should be there. We need the because there is something this crew, it's a motley crew, and I do think Brick 75 would round out this quartet really nicely. Yeah, what are they gonna do? We're like, okay, we're gonna we're gonna act like we're playing poker in the pool, and then I go, no, I'm not gonna do that. Like, then that ruins their whole show. Yeah, I mean, the the most interesting thing, honestly, as a consumer, like here's an example. We were talking to uh, CSU last night, and he was telling us that he was at the Nuggets game in the suite with some of his poker friends, and they were playing high stakes dice games throughout the whole time. Like I would watch footage of those guys gambling absurd amounts of money while the fucking Nuggets game is on in the background. Like I I want to see honest interactions 
between whistles in Big T. I want to see them betting on shit in an organic, unforced way. I would actually be uh, captivated by that. Okay. Yeah. No, I'd, I'd watch. I'm going to watch this either way. Hmm. But, I mean, yeah, they obviously they could make. I bet a lot of that stuff guys don't want to show, though. Yeah. It, I do feel like with this kind of stuff, you have to – you do either have to go overboard with it. Like I I did a, a Poker Night in America thing as man's way back in the day with poker player uh, Olivier Bousquet, and we were in Philadelphia, and we did this like Rocky training montage thing you know, up on the steps where Rocky did it and just completely going overboard as he trained for his thing. Or you just want it to be like true reality TV – like super super organic or whatever. So I, I'm still hopeful that we're going to have some good uh, footage in here. They clearly uh, were following these guys around to lots of different places. So hopefully there's some gems in there. Was that when he was training for his fight? No. So this was no. this was after the fight. Yeah, um, I was going to say, that fight was a while ago. Yeah, I uh, I met him when they were doing that heads-up match. It was the King of the Hill. And so like – Helmuth did it. Jungle mm. Man did it. Dan Coleman um, in Mans was like the MC slash host for it. And so we were just doing bits and shit. Uh, I gotcha. Um, but yes, uh, we got, I think, I mean, at this point, Brian, I mean, part of, you know, you were always before Lulz, you know, you were a successful high stakes DFS player. You had a modest Twitter account, but now I think you are more, of a personality within the DFS community because you're on camera every week. I think you need to be both open and maybe self advocate for yourself to be part of these kind of shenanigans going forward. Okay. Why don't you do it? They don't want me. They don't, they don't want someone who plays, you know, four entries in the spy each week, Brian, they want, they want the big boys, the guys who have 4.2 billion crowns in their account. Hmm. Maybe, maybe they don't. Maybe they just want big T. Whistles go goes woo. You know, it does feel like whistles goes woo is, I don't know, an FBI plant. You know, right where they're 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 pumping them up artificially. Yeah. Yeah. He. Yeah. He is. He, he is interesting as. Because he is pretty, you know, the difference between, I mean, Alex and Big T are on shows constantly mm-hmm. for their business. Whereas Whistles, like we had to pry him out for an interview. The only other, I think, you know, DFS appearances he's made outside of official DraftKings one was our show, right? Like I can't think of any other things he did. Yeah, you could highlight Matt's comment there. I think that that says it pretty well here. <laughs> Definitely a fed. He's a fed. Yeah, like uh, all his, his advice is, you know, whistles go woo and, uh, you know, go long, take chances, right? Clearly a Fed. Yeah. Uh, you know that Fed meme? Like if you put sunglasses on him, he might fit in there. Yeah, I could see it. I could see it. Um, I just had – okay, hang on. This, I just had to do this screenshot here. I mean, is this a Fed? Yes. Look at the suit. Do you think he is just quietly, you know, amassing all kinds of intelligence on the DFS community? Is that your theory? That's a good question. Um, that's probably part of it. 
Like it's also it's like the Fed is you know or the 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 FBI they're probably dumb as fuck they don't know what DFS players are like so they think this is what they're like they're like go act like this this is probably how they act right so it's like a bad cover it's not even a good cover now what I really want is like a mind hunter style show where whistles go woo is the investigator who's uh, going to interview and get inside the minds of all these DFS sociopaths. Wait, didn't Big T support Trump? <laughs> I, I believe I'm starting so. to piece this together. If um, those Sixers go start showing up in these episodes, right? Maybe they're going after like the head of the QAnon guy. Could, no, did you know? Yeah, I mean, I could see anything's that. possible here. All right, I'm I'm trying to come up with ideas because we can't we can't just make fun of you know, stuff for pitting these DFS pros against themselves. Tell me if this idea would be fun or interesting to you. So I, one of the fantasy leagues I'm in this year that I'm enjoying is a guillotine league where every week the lowest scoring team is axed and their players get thrown back in to the pool. What if there was a DFS guillotine league among the top pros and each week the lowest score then couldn't play the next week. So every week you set, you know, and so your contest is going from a 50 man to whatever. You could have more than one person get eliminated. And I, and we got to sweat you and Osmo and whistles and big T in this, in this weekly tournament where you guys were actually competing against each other. The stakes were high, but it was still kind of fun and some game theory to it. It's not bad. I like that idea for season long. That's what you play on huh? guillotine league. I, it was, yeah, I'm just in one of them. And it, I, it, I realized it captured the attention far more than basically any of my other leagues. Like I really enjoy the, the strategy of it. Then you don't have to worry about guys setting their lineups. Yeah. The only problem with that is you got to do a lot of manual stuff, right? Cause then you have to go in there, delete his team or just release all of them or something and put in dummy players. I don't even know what you do. Yeah, well, so the guillotine element for the DFS version, there wouldn't be the, like, players getting released back in. I was just thinking of this idea of one person getting eliminated each week because I do think from a DFS perspective it would be interesting because if you had the prize pools, obviously you're you're trying to get first because there's a top-heavy prize or whatever, but then you're also trying to survive so some people might be more willing to play it conservative with higher floor plays to make sure they're not axed out. Yeah. Like DraftKings put up the prize pool for the whole season or whatever. Or I don't know, something like that. I feel I'm just trying to think of things. How could we facilitate or make more interesting this stuff? They could, yeah, rip off ideas from reality shows, Survivor and stuff like that. They could make a reality. They could make a DFS show for sure, and just, you know, just put it on YouTube or whatever. Yeah. Right, you're not you're not understanding what we're trying to accomplish here. We're yeah, this we're, isn't about this, this isn't about that. GTO. We're, we're, we are trying to in in the same way poker is always trying to increase the game of poker. We're trying to make DFS fun and exciting for new people and interesting, and the personalities are what drive that. You know, speaking speaking, of, and we don't have to go to this because we're not done with this idea. But that sports betting championship happened. Yeah, I was gonna. Who even won that? I heard nothing about it. Some dude. I wasn't familiar with him, and he made like four bets. Grant uh, took third from Motor Grinders, Grant Efer. Oh, dude, do you know what's so funny about that? He messaged me uh, last week. It was like after our show, 
and he asked me if I was in the con if I was in the sports betting championship. And I, I assumed he was asking that because we talked about it on the show or whatever. And that wasn't why he asked me. The reason he asked me is he goes, There's someone in here with a username Peter Mans123, and I figured it was you. <laughs> <laughs> but he, so he got third. That's awesome. That's that's crazy. Someone someone did a man's as a man's uh it was with an S, but uh, it is. Uh, it was. Oh, okay. So that is a kind of common name, actually. Yeah, yeah. Um, but sorry, what else did you hear about the uh, the contest? I know they were having some issues, right? Yeah, I don't know the, all the details. First was um, there was going to be a lot of overlay. I didn't look and see what the final overlay was. I don't know if anyone who's who's watching right now knows what the overlay was. So I texted uh, RBX. I'm like, if there's a lot of overlay, you should probably enter this, even with like the collusion possibilities yeah and he's like well why don't you go in half with me or something i'm like okay let me let me uh email my rep just to make sure it's kosher because if i'm gonna do it i want to talk about it on the show yeah yeah you know what i mean so like i'm not gonna you know, whatever because i don't really care so yeah. so i email him and then he had to email their team and they're they were like no so like they they were like really locking down this year, and I'm like I'm like I'm not he's entering it and entering the picks like I'm just gonna give him, you know my thoughts or whatever and we're gonna because the 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 worries of collusion aren't two people putting their heads together for picks it's two different entries in the same contest and you weren't right. going to be in it separately. Yes, which makes me think that they don't have a like games sports betting expert anywhere on that panel or whoever's running it. You know what I mean? Yeah. They don't have like someone who's, who, who used to play a lot. They're just like, uh, it sounds, sounds risky. Let's not, let's avoid it. You know what I mean? Like that. It's like, this is not a, uh, this is not that controversial. So did RBX 88 end up doing it solo? You know, I don't think he did. Yeah. Um, so one guy won it. I'm trying to look through this. I saw the tweets here. One guy won it with just placing like four bets or something. And what he did, like he was just doing parlays. Yeah. Let's so see. So four bets total is what took it down for him. Something like that. It wasn't a lot. Wow. And I think he just got up and then stopped. And like it was a lot of money because Grant won like a hundred and something thought like 120 grand just in his bets just in his bets and, and then had the prize pool yeah yeah and then the prize pool was another 150 or something for third place so that's a sick score congrats to grant yeah he so he went a lot but um i'm not finding that that tweet but yeah the guy just did like some some like uh four-man parlays hit a few of them like I think he made the, I don't know. I'm just going to, it was like five bets, lost one, something like that. I don't know. But Jeremy said he hit a hundred thousand dollar parlay. Yeah. So like, you know, what a stupid event. And then, so like the, the big controversy was they, they let a bunch of limited players enter and then they couldn't bet. I, I believe that's what it was. Yeah. Right. So, because they were still restricted by whatever right. the default li limits were within the sports book. That's right. Where so they, they basically need like real. a safe haven section of the sports book for these contests, right? Where everyone starts on a level. 
Well, it, I mean, yeah, I guess, but it also just goes to show, like, you can't run a sports betting world championship when you won't allow guys to even bet on your platform. Right. Right. It sucks because I want we want them to go in this direction. Yeah. But they, you know, they were using Camby for a while, and Camby just limits players all the time as their odds provider, and so like they just had a whole bunch of people limited. And I'm assuming they're they're still going to limit people. Why not? Yeah. And then, so then the sports betting championship in this whole direction is like a big, uh, you know, thorn in their side if people complain about it all the time, the hypocrisy of it. And then, so I guess what ended up happening was they paid out. So we should have entered. So everyone got their 10K back. That's what Alex is saying here. Yeah. We should have. Yep. It was a free roll. So I was like, God, God damn it. But I'm not going to enter if they're not going to give me the go ahead then. Right. Because then it's like, okay, I'm not even going to risk it. I don't want to fucking have DraftKings. Yeah. I mean, we there, there's got to be a way to to make that event work. Even if it yeah. – because the, the, the baseline idea there is is very cool if they can just figure out the yes. logistics. Yeah, and then they got to expand it to more states and then come up with a, a daily version of it. Yeah. Um, they and But that's what I'm saying. That's what scares me is like if you can't get me, email my rep – you know, this simple request that we could have done, obviously, like in a poker tournament in the bathroom, like, hey, you want to split it? Yeah. yeah okay. And then you go back to the poker table. Like we could have done it, but like I'm trying to do it above board because I want to yeah. talk about it for content. And uh, yeah. And they like, they're like, they don't even, it doesn't even cross their mind. It's like, it's like, okay, well then how are you going to come up with a cool system if you can't even wrap your head around that simple gambling thing that's been happening for thousands of years in in the irony of it is they view that as more public optics of oh two people doing it together right. and even though the actual issue is the non-public stuff of actual collusion that isn't being talked about you would not get on a show and brag about your collusion <laughs> and then look, look think of this so that friday night or whatever they say that they're going to refund everybody well, now if you're in first place, you got to be like, God damn it. Right. Because now everyone – like they don't even care about protecting their losses at all. Because like somebody could have had like 50 grand and been like, oh, do I want to bet this 50 for a small chance of getting up to, you know, second place? Well, yeah. It'd be but like, like, oh, I'll get 10 back automatically. All right, fuck it. I'll, I'll do it. Yeah, it'd be like being in the main event, World Series of Poker, $10,000 buy-in. And after the first couple levels, they say, hey, there's this big error with our system. This is a free roll. Everyone's getting their 10000 back, but the price pool's intact. They deal the next hand, yeah. and the guy under the gun just shoves all in, and you look down at pocket queens. And you're, you're like, you're like, fuck, right? Like I Now I have no clue what this guy's doing because he just got a complete free roll on this. He could just be jamming with anything. Right. <laughs> like, it just completely ruins the the integrity of, of the game. Yeah, yeah. So that was uh... – is uh established the run is uh uh spamming our chat. <laughs> this is the thing is is so many people have access to that established the run. It could be it, I guarantee it's not Levitan. I know Leone has access to that. It could be Steven who works behind the scenes. I, I don't know, it could be anyone over there on their reveal. This is like we sometimes in Club Top Shot will have the no dunks guys come on, and I don't know. I'm like, is this Trey? <laughs> is this Skeets? Is this Jay? You know, who who is this here? Um, yeah, I, uh, ho- hopefully they can figure that stuff out. I do really think the the problem is, is just how much, you know, interest they have in that kind of 
community and personality building within that world. Obviously, they have a little bit of interest putting together, you know, those video things. And it seems like once a year they do a couple things like that. But I, I guess where we get disappointed is just kind of the resources and the access they have. They could really do some really, really sweet stuff. And ultimately circling back to like, why do that stuff? I mean, it's to make DFS look fucking cool and fun and like aspirational of like this, this could be you, you know, if, if you yeah. won the big tournament or if you became a pro or played really well and it is like a, a cool lifestyle, like people, people want that. And so it shouldn't be that hard to tell those stories in an interesting way that are attractive for more casual players. And that is what seems like what they're doing with the goat programming and and they pick three good people honestly so like you got alex i'm assuming he's gonna be the goat and then you got um like a, a professor and then uh you know a dude from kentucky right chasing the goat. so you can be anybody yeah right and neil says in my chat that the jo jovial old israeli guy talking was whistle's dad oh okay really that... american I, I i was thinking greek but see here just again uh i mean not to go all you know well actually storytelling on you but we, we got to get a little graphic down there that says whistles dad because right. all of a sudden that goes for i'm like oh these are fucking random dudes at the diner right. <laughs> sitting, i'm like okay now that now i'm interested in this <laughs> yeah 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 okay. definitely yeah like like they sat like the owner came to sat down with them for some reason or something <laughs> yeah and what was there even I forget was that was there a live final that they were at for that or was that a, an event yeah. just to record that stuff? I don't know because it says the um, NFL champion, but the NFL championship's not for a while. Yeah, isn't it the Super Bowl or whatever or not? No. Or not the Super Bowl, isn't it? No, it's whatever weeks fifteen or something. Fifteen, think, yeah, right? something like that. Fourteen or fifteen. So maybe they f they flew them down there to to film early. Okay. You remember yeah. two months, two million? Yeah, I, I love that <laughs> so bad, so good. Yeah, who were who was in that? Was um what name was it? Was it Mike McDonald? Was he in that? House? No, it no. was um, it was Danny Stern. I might get these wrong. Danny Stern, Brian Roberts, I think was the other guy's name, and Galfond. Okay, yeah. I uh, the only one I know is Danny Stern because when I played in a couple uh, World Series events as Mans, uh, probably 2018, Danny Stern was at my opening day <laughs> table. Oh yeah, I played an event against him in a decent amount. I played against Robertson. I think you'd be a decent amount if it's the same guy. There was a there was a meme or a gif of him dancing from that show that was really, really? popular for a while. I haven't seen it yeah in a long time, but yeah, he was he was doing some serious dance moves. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, there it's, it's now uh, the other thing too, is the DFS, you know, cohort, it, it skews older, you know, as far as that, like, where if you could get, you know, a, a house like that, I assume all those guys at that time that that show was recorded. I mean, those were what, like mid twenties, you know, everyone was pretty young. Mm -hmm. yeah. Whereas now probably like 25. Osmo and Whistles and Big T aren't leaving their families and wives to go live in a house and shoot a reality DFS show. Wait, this guy's saying Krantz and Emil, they weren't on there, were they? There was only three guys, right? Gelfon for sure, Stern for sure, and that Roberts guy for sure. You know, that was so long ago, maybe my memory is wrong. 
Um, yeah. I don't think Krantz was on there. Uh, here we go. It was Krantz, oh, Danny damn, Stern, uh, Brian Roberts, and Emil Patel. Yeah. Oh, so they had more that they had more people. Yeah. Okay, I thought it was only three. Yep. There were ten episodes shot. The goal was two million, but their winnings totaled only six hundred seventy-six thousand. G4 TV decided not to renew the show for another season. That, you know what's in, how different the world is? December 2014. Like you would never do that on TV now. You would just do, you just do your own thing. Or yeah, I, as a as a web series or whatever. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, that's what that's not to launch us down a whole other conversation. But that's my thing with like SNL these days, which I don't I don't watch it. But they have very talented people. Uh, and it's not that I don't watch because it's just like doesn't fit into how I consume television anymore. And they mm-hmm. try to like pigeonhole their talent into this old framework for like 1960s style comedic yeah. television where it's like if you just let Kyle Mooney make fucking sketches and release them on the Internet whenever he pleases, I would consume those and love them. Mm-hmm. But they 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 make these guys do topical comedy within this old concert. It's just like, what are you doing? You have the talent and resources to adjust with the paradigm shift. Like you said, that show would be so different today than it, it would be guys live streaming and then them cutting up clips and highlights from that or whatever. I think Shane Gillis is a perfect example of what you're talking about here. Because yeah. he got you know fired before he started there. And he's got his own skits he, he does. And they're hilarious. Like I bet, I bet his, I bet his skits for SNL would not be as funny as the ones he does already, just by himself. No, without and the I mean, whole team and the millions of dollars in production and whatever, I bet these are would be funnier. Obviously, you can't prove it, but in SNL is is brutal on, you know the how people are able to grow within the show. I mean, some of the most talented people just because they don't fit. Like you have to. There's a lot of, from what I've read, you know, kind of social engineering in there too with, there's games within a games. It's not just how funny you are. And like some, you know, Tim Robinson, who's like one of the funniest guys on the planet, you know, flamed out at SNL because he just wasn't a culture style fit for them. And then he went and he's made some of the funniest television ever. So they have, they have this weird kind of old school mentality there where I think they're missing out because they could they could really be on the bleeding edge for, you know, new comedy. And they're just kind of like, no, nah, we'll just do what we've always done. Yeah. No, I, I it's, yeah, it's all, all that legacy stuff. It's dead. It's dying. I, and like, I, the, apparently the ratings are pretty good, you know, as far as ratings go now, like a yeah. lot of people don't watch TV. It just surprises me. I like, I'm not going to, I'm not going to fucking watch it. Like, cause you can catch any of the good ones on Twitter. Someone will post it eventually. Yeah. That's how I, I basically have my own, thing where it's like my friends will text me a sketch or i think you mentioned i don't know if it was you or so someone will be like oh watch this sketch and they're like oh i'll catch the the one good sketch because if it bubbles up to the surface then then i'll hear about it um all right we are going to shut this down um and thank you for tuning in to lols as always uh someone i believe it was in the discord was asking about brick75.com getting signed up over there make sure you do, Brian. Any other uh, plugs for you tonight? Nope. Uh, I put PG up ownership for free for tomorrow. If anyone wants to check it out, and we'll have it pot up in like an hour. Sounds good, guys. I am headed over to ship chasing here in a few minutes. We're gonna have Mike Leone on. If you guys want 
to talk fantasy football, all that good stuff. We have a high stakes team in the NFC contest. Uh, I believe it was a 5K entry that we're in first. So we're going to talk about that, see if we have a chance to take that down. We will be back next week. Maybe we will get one of the GOATs on the show again soon to talk about a uh, behind the scenes to know how the sausage got made, Brian, that might actually be fun. Oh yeah, definitely. Well, the well, uh, first episode comes out tomorrow. So there maybe we next week, maybe next week. All right, guys, we'll see you next time. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, click Grainger.com, or just stop by. Granger For the ones who get it done.